All right, ladies and gentlemen, I want to welcome you to a brand new episode. This is the premiere, some would say, of possibly a preacher podcast, you know, where I'm not a preacher, but I may just preach. And I'm here with my buddy Preston on the phone right now. And, and it's been a minute since we talked, honestly. That's what I've been thinking about. Yeah, definitely has been a minute. Not too long, though. No, no. Never too long. What did you think of the song by Keith? Oh, Keith Whitley, man. He's one of my all-timers, to be honest. I didn't even have to listen to it when you sent it to me. Um, but I did. You know, I'm, I'm not surprised that you know Keith, but he's, he's one of my... Uh, heroes i guess you could say in country music you know obviously i'm a big fan of that and uh his story resonates with a lot of men so i think i think that's why i kind of like his message and you know that that it's just a classic song by keith man straight up i like the build up in that song you can hear him like it's he's almost like like telling a story just by his the build up of right. each verse and chorus it's like man and the, yeah, in, the instrumentals no, in that one are what's that the instrumentals are crazy bro oh and that song that guitar lick that oh. solo god he tears it up he's actually a really good uh player too guitar player i don't i don't know how much music you know from him but uh keith was like uh, uh brad paisley Did you hear what I said? No, sorry. <laughs> I said Keith, uh, like Brad Paisley's kind of like Keith. Yeah, I would say Brad's a, a, a little bit better, but uh, Keith's roots are actually in bluegrass. Straight up, yes. Yeah, I, I think my grandma said that she met, her, uh, she met him, Keith Whitley, and George Jones at bluegrass festivals. Are you serious? Yeah. My grandpa was in a bluegrass band. Big one? Uh, I'm not sure. What's his name? Shout him out. What, my grandpa? Oh, yeah. Shout out the band. <laughs> Shout it all out. Dude, my grandpa uh, cheated on my grandma. Oh. Yeah. So. But uh, well, never- I'm pretty certain the band was Shiloh Ridge. I don't think I've ever heard of them. I can't remember if I was told that they toured the United States or that they were going to. Well, I mean, either way. Well, first off, do you like bluegrass? Yeah, I like bluegrass. To some like extent. There was a, a point in my life when I played like banjo and I was really into it and I like going to festivals. But like... <clears throat> I don't know. I like the sound of bluegrass. Sounds like home to me. You know, I got a lot of roots in uh, West Virginia myself. A lot of family down there. And uh, that's what I grew up on. I grew up on Keith. I grew up on the the old uh, 70s country. That's what my dad's into. George Jones, Waylon. Yeah. Merle, stuff like that. So. Got the classics. 
the classics. And you know what? I think we're straying too far away from that. Amen. You know? Um, what did you grow up on, like, like music-wise? Um... Okay, so, like, I, I specifically remember, like, Tim McGraw and Toby Keith and definitely some Alan in there. Um, I specifically remember my dad, Indian Outlaw, Tim McGraw. Yeah, same, man. Same. Dude, the dads ate that song up. He made that song for the dads of America. Indian Outlaw and uh, Don't Take a Girl were two of my favorites mm. that I can very much uh um that's a certified classic don't take the girl oh man what a hitter early tim mcgraw with the with the mustache like the handlebar mustache did he uh captured a lot of boys attention and that sounds so weird but like you know what i mean <laughs> like a, a lot of good old boys like that yeah Both true, songs, true. So. How about like rock? Like, did you have any like like classic rock, or was it mainly country? Mm, I don't know if I can really remember much classic rock. I do. My mom was big into like Frank Sinatra, and um, mm, why can I not think of some of the other guys? Dean Martin, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. The Rat Pack. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> But just some of those classics that Whitney Houston. Okay. She's not a twain. She's not. Oh, man, come on. We ain't going to discuss she's not a twain. <laughs> no way. She's a beautiful um, woman. We'll give her that. This this first episode, I think you should kind of explain. I mean, we, we, we kind of just jumped into it. But, oh, yeah, uh, we just, we just kind of ran it. Yeah, I, do you want to kind of break down what the... I mean, obviously, I'm only a guest here on the on the first episode, but yep. you know, obviously, we, I don't know if you want to break it down a little bit what the what the point of the podcast is, yeah, what the topics of uh, discussion are. So, <clears throat> what I was thinking with this podcast is, um, so I guess like the basis of it is that my grandma always thought I was going to be like a pastor or a preacher growing up. Um, but I just, I don't see myself ever preaching in a church and maybe something in my life will change, but, um, it doesn't mean that I still don't want to preach. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like, I feel like, um, I have the ability to positively impact people. And I think that's an ability that he's given me and he's blessed me with. And I want to share that with people. And honestly, my opinion, and I think I talked to you about this, is like the people that need this stuff aren't going to, like, they might not be the people in church, bro. Yeah, especially nowadays, I think. Yeah. Nowadays, it's rough, bro. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think preaching in a church nowadays is the only way that you could reach the target audience, like you said, I mean, with social media and things like that, young males, I think, which we can target most easily. Um, you're not always going to find them in church, mm-hmm. which is, which is kind of sad, but 
I think this platform, especially what you're doing with this, um, is is a great, uh, I mean, great platform. Again, I, I guess you could say to to reach those those audiences that need to hear this message or that want to hear your story and kind of um, uh, see see through your eyes. You know what I mean? Let it, let them know that they're not alone. You know. Yeah, and, and and trust me, you know, I feel like there's a possibility of getting a lot of hate for like saying certain stuff or talking about certain stuff a certain way from like very what would you call those kind of people? Um to be nice or to be <laughs> uh like when I think about it, I think about conservative Christians. Yeah. You know, like you get the concept. Yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. But I'm going to keep it 100% real. And at the end of the day, there's only one judge. And it talks about this in the Bible. Mm-hmm. If I could name the exact verse, I would. But once again, you know, I'm taking, I'm slowly working and putting in the time and working on the relationship with him. And that's one thing I've always struggled with is just reading the Bible. Which is weird because I'm reading two uh, Christian books and journaling like to him every night, basically talking, just having a conversation with him, but writing it down. I don't know why, but it, it just flows sometimes. Yeah, maybe better than a conversation. More yeah. more clear. I think to write it down could be more clear. Maybe that's why. Now, do you actually go back and like reread those or is that just kind of like a one and done because I I've journaled before and um well, I still do and I don't really like to read back what I've written. Uh, it's just kind of like a personal thing, but I don't know if you What's your what's your reasoning behind that? <sighs> to me, it's more of like a release of um Thoughts and feelings? Yeah, thoughts and feelings in that moment. And to me, it's better to just release that in that moment. And, you know, sometimes I'll go back and reread things. But I, I, I try to stay moving forward rather than looking up, looking back on how I've felt in the past, whether mm-hmm. it be good or bad. Yeah. Um, but I, I just like to keep turning the page over and writing new stuff instead of focusing on the old. I guess it's kind of, I don't know. Do you do you go back and reread? Um not really. I mean, sometimes if I'm just like glancing through, something catches my eye, maybe I'll stop and read about it. What's your purpose purpose for writing writing that stuff down? Excuse me. Um I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. Like, I I find myself having conversations with him. I find myself praying to him. And I find myself journaling for myself and my own thoughts and and stuff like that. And I kind of was just like, well, you know, try to prioritize him even more and spend even more time with him working on on our relationship and, and writing it out. Just like I journal for myself, you know? Right. 
I don't know why. It just kind of happened. There's kind of something. I just picked, started doing it. <laughs> yeah, because I, I was going to ask you why. I was actually given my journal as a gift, which kind of started that. Um, funny enough, I, I don't. I don't know why. It was the gift that they chose, but uh, that's I, that's a completely different topic, I guess. Huh. But I th- I think writing writing uh, <laughs> writing your feelings down and stuff like that sometimes it's hard as 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 young guys you kind of feel like you can't open yourself up. And I think we talked about this before. Yeah. But I think writing it down is a great release to get what's off your mind instead of keeping that pent up and. You know, obviously talking to him as well, that's a great release, mm-hmm. but um, I don't know. I, I, I guess it could go either way. That's awesome that you you journal, too. Mm-hmm. Did you want to hear something crazy? <laughs> yes. I honestly kind of forgot that this happened just because uh, I'm so locked into this conversation right now, honestly. Um, yeah. But I'm also worried about the time because I have to give my dad back his phone. I'm recording on his phone right now because my phone's cracked. I think I told, okay. you, I think I told you about that. But yeah. I have to give his phone back at 8.40. I don't know if I can download the video yet. But So we're, lo- we're locking in right now. But I was taking a shower right before this. And usually I end my showers with 15 seconds. Uh, cold water um i don't know honestly it averages between 5 and 15 depending on sometimes it just hits different for some reason but i i turn the the knob on on cold and normally i like turn away right away and i let it like run down my back and down my legs and then i like turn around let it hit my chest and my front and then i turn it off like real quick but I like face it and I, and I put my arms up in the air and I was like, dude, it was insane. I, I started, I think, I guess it was a prayer. And I said, please Lord, wash me in forgiveness of my sins. And honestly, I don't remember what, like the rest that I said, but I stood in the shower for probably like a minute in that cold water going what just happened like i said a whole prayer Mm -hmm. i only remember that that first line because i remember i was like almost like washing my pit but my arm was just up in the air right it was crazy yeah that's interesting i actually have a matt i don't i don't know if you met matt i've talked to him before have you ever uh, experienced stuff like that yeah he definitely has um we kind of talked with him about, you know, his church experience and things like that. But, uh, he does the same. He actually prays in the, in the shower because I mean, that's a time where you're most vulnerable. Um, you know, there's nothing but you in there. You have literally no clothes on, you know, and especially with the cold water, like you said, you're, you're very in a vulnerable state. And I think that's a great place to be when you're, when you're talking to him. But yeah, he, he definitely can relate to that. I would love to get have you guys talk to each other. Um, maybe not on the podcast, but you know, I, I definitely think we can have some good conversations. Heck yeah. 
So, are you home home for Christmas? Did you go home at all for Christmas and New Year's? or? Yeah, I went home for a couple days. I had some family come uh, from out of town. So, it kind of got a little hectic there. So, I came back after like three or four days. But I'm only 30 minutes away from from home so i ended up just driving back most nights but yeah i'm back i'm i'm locked in now i'm back in school ready Um, to kick some butt yeah i'm ready it's it's kind of cliche you know the the whole new year's thing i don't know if you do the new year resolutions but uh yeah to some extent yeah i things i was already working on i think i just reaffirmed those but um, I'm looking to turn 2023 around, man. I've had many shortcomings. Mm. I, I think all of us have. Yep. Um, but I don't know about you, but I, I'm I'm feeling good going into the new year, yep. as everyone should. But I'm feeling good, but I'm sick right now. Like physically, I'm sick. But I'm feeling men- mentally, I'm 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 up there. Yeah, that's that's really what I'm talking about. I I think physically you could be down obviously as you are i didn't know that you're going through this podcast right now first episode sick as a dog yeah but we have you we might have off tomorrow for rain either that or we're just gonna work in the rain all day kind of suck oh you're still working too well yeah i mean you gotta dude no no bull snatch um <laughs> my i guess my brother-in-law the place he works at is hiring for $33 an hour, bro. I mean, that's... That's some good cheddar. That's some good stuff. I would take that in a heartbeat. That's that's pretty good. 33 you said? Yeah. Yeah. I did the math. It's, you could make like uh, 62000 base, but if... Like you did any even a, a decent amount of overtime, like ten hours a week extra, which is usually what I do roofing anyways. Um right. you can make ninety two thousand dollars. That's that's quite a bit of cash, my friend. I um, really want to get into roofing sales though. That would be my dream. I think. Roofing sales is the dream. Yeah. Do you is your dream like uh See, because I obviously you do the hard labor right now. I see yeah. you much more, uh, like you said, selling something in the inner business workings. I need to use than- my intellectual, bro. I need to use my intellectual and my my communicative part of part of me. Yeah, that's how I, that's I how I feel. Yeah, no, I, I, I definitely see you doing that. I don't know if this other job you're looking at or whatever, you know, is... Uh, I think it's like a factory job. Ah, uh, yeah. But it's eight-hour shifts, I'm pretty certain. That's not bad. Yeah. But I think I think the your, your higher calling is uh, not in the factory. I think some guys, that's perfect, but... I don't know. I don't know if that connects with your your uh, your goals. You know what I mean? Yeah. Money wise, it does, but uh, probably overall happiness. No. 
I mean, I would probably work shorter days, maybe, possibly. I don't know. I don't know exactly what the hours are. <laughs> but um, that would definitely free up some time to do this kind of stuff, you know? Yeah, you, like, stacked on... I don't know what your work schedule is looking like, but uh, do you have a lot of free time right now? Uh, not really. <laughs> With the holidays, yes, but not really. Evenings, I get home around five thirty, and uh, um, I'm usually pretty mentally and physically drained. Yeah, do you feel like that's holding you back at all? Yeah. From doing 100%. It is. Yeah, if I didn't feel like that in the evening when I come home, like say say I got done at like 4 o'clock, like I was home by 4, those extra two hours that I was spent resting could be spent, Could I still could rest, but then I could spend like, two hours doing this kind of stuff or working on this stuff or journaling or, or reading. So, man, I'm sick as hell right now. I'm trying to hold it together. <laughs> yeah, we won't, we won't make this too long of a, a thing. I, I know you got to uh, get your dad's phone back. Yeah, here, I, but... say, I say about four more minutes or, or maybe five and then... Yeah. Yeah. Which kind of stinks. I mean, if if you want to, we can talk a little bit after this. But if you, oh, it's up to you. If you I mean, it. I'm I'm free right now, but right. um, I would definitely love to come back on here. I mean, I, I know this is like the first episode, you know, still trying to work out some things, but I love the, uh, the mission you're going for, man. Yeah. I love your, your, uh, your vision. I think that's what I really connect with, with guys. You know, guys really got good ambition, yeah. clear goals, mm-hmm. and clear vision. And I, I, I think you check all those boxes. I'm not trying to hype you up like that. but No, I appreciate that, brother. And it, yeah. honestly, something I was going to tell you that I, uh, if you haven't done already, I would do with the, the beginning of this new year. Um, I journaled everything that I felt like I accomplished or... Um, you know, big events that happened or things that I did that I enjoyed from 2023 and a couple bad things that happened as well. And then um, I just wrote, like, what I want to do in 2023. How I want to, you know, physically better myself, how I mentally want to better myself, how I, um, relationship with Christ, how I want to work on that. And just talk about, you know, how I want to just become a better form of myself. And then my next step, which I haven't done yet, but is to basically set what I'm going to do, like kind of almost like a strict, um, like some strict rules to just help me get in a better place, like waking up an hour early and spending time with God and spending time working on myself and reading and and mentally bettering my, you know, my overall mind and heart and soul. Um, and then I want to start working out, whether it's, you know, push-ups and pull-ups at the house or uh, going to the gym, 
which I eventually wanted to try to start to get back into. Yeah, because you were you were big into that for a while, weren't you? Mm-hmm. I was too. I yeah. think I kind of fell off. I feel like when you get out of a breakup, makes it a little bit easy. <laughs> yeah, I was, I, was that, I was in that spot for a while. But, uh, yeah, I think we should go ahead and wrap it up. See if yeah. I can download this quick. But, ladies and gentlemen, you know, thank you for listening if you're still here with us. Um, this is the first episode. The, the skit's going to look, or the, the, not the skit. What am I thinking of? The set. <laughs> wow. The set's going to look a little bit different next time, but um, this was just the first episode. I kind of just wanted to just record it just to have it, and honestly, I just felt like talking to Preston right now and and having this discussion. I mean, talked about a lot of stuff, and um, yeah, thank you guys for listening. Peace out. Giddy up.